0: Yeah, it was way more than what we thought we were going to spend. But it still was like, it was our biggest thing we wanted to be special. We wanted to be different. We wanted to be memorable. We didn't want just a cookie cutter wedding. And I think we achieved that.
1: Welcome to the Big Kid Problems podcast. Based on the comedic social channel all about not wanting to be an adult. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill, the writer, creator, and pretty normal human behind the popular Instagram, Twitter, blog, and now podcast, Big Kid Problems. So I've spent the last almost decade making jokes about navigating the adult world. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that no matter what your age is, we all have big kid problems. We're all just trying to figure it out. And you know what? That's okay. So each week we're going to take a funny yet informative look at a specific struggle or big kid problem, if you will. Then we'll break it down with a rotating cast of comedians, personalities, and experts to actually give us the tools and resources to help us solve our big kid problem of the week. From love and relationships, money, career, physical and mental health, bad decisions, and just general life responsibilities, nothing is off limits. So Thank you so much for joining me as we navigate adulthood together, sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hi guys, Uh, it feels so good to be back. I've been off the air for a hot minute. I took some time off to go get married and enjoy my honeymoon. But I did miss you guys. I missed the show. I hope that you did too. And I am just so excited that we're back for a brand new season. Well, okay. First things first, I couldn't come back and just not talk about getting married. In the grand scheme of big kid problems and adulting and growing up, like getting married is up there with probably the most adult thing I've ever done. It is such a monumental life moment. And it is such a monumental undertaking. And having just gone through it, I feel like I just have so much knowledge and wisdom to share in this department. Which is why I actually wanted to come back and kick this season off with a little wedding mini series. So the next few episodes are going to be totally dedicated to all things weddings. Today, I've somehow convinced my husband to come on the podcast for really only the second time ever to help me recap our wedding day for you guys. Then next week, I sit down with another famous recent bride to talk about all the things we learned, realized, and wish we did differently in this process. And then in our final week, I have a wedding industry expert on to help solve all of your wedding big kid problems that so many of you have submitted over the last month or so. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It was probably the most fun that I've had recording in a very long time. And if you're like, Sarah, weddings really aren't my forte. That's totally fine. Like your regularly scheduled Big Kid Problems episodes will resume October 5th. So feel free to circle back with us then. But for all of you who love this shit as much as I do... Buckle up, baby, because as with every wedding, there will be drama, there will be cringe moments, there will be unhinged behavior, and of course, unbridled honesty from yours truly. So with that, I say we kick things off, sit back, get comfy, and we will be right back. Brandon and I had very different strategies for getting ready for our wedding. But one thing we both did together was work on our smiles to get those perfect wedding white teeth. Our smiles have never looked better after using our Bride Bright and Groom Glow wedding white teeth kits. They are so easy to use, effective, sensitivity-free. And all you need is 10 minutes a day for 10 days to get rid of years of red wine, coffee, and tea stains. Even if you're not getting married, I mean, listen up because everybody he looks better with a whiter, brighter smile. I mean, that's just facts. The Wedding White Teeth kits was designed by a dentist and his now wife before they got married, and it includes everything you need to get your whitest smile with sensitivity in mind. It comes with a wireless LED light mouthpiece to accelerate the whitening process while promoting gum health, a 3D teeth shade guide to mark your progress. I mean, I legit went up three shades. Like it was insane. It also comes with three brush on whitening pens, which, okay, like this is the big differentiator for me. I love that you use the whitening pen directly on your teeth. So you get like the full surface area of the tooth. With like there's no yellow spots or gaps between teeth here. And it also comes with one bonus desensitizing gel to ensure you will not experience any sensitivity at all. I've tried a lot of teeth whitening products in my day and it's the worst when you get that like burning feeling in your gums. So I love that Bride Bright, Bright protects against that sensitivity and makes whitening a totally pain-free process. I love it. Brandon loves it. And honestly, our smiles look so good for our wedding. But like I said, anyone can and should use it to make your smile look its best. So check out Bride Bright. You can buy an individual kit or a couple's package with the Bride Bright and Groom Glow together. And since they are partnering with us for this little wedding series, they are offering free shipping and now 40% off their products using code BIGKID at checkout. Yes, that's 40% off, which is a huge discount. So go check Bride Bright out on Instagram at Bride Bright, the bright is spelled B R I T E and purchase all of your teeth whitening needs today at www.bridebright.co. That's B R I D E B R I T E.co. And don't forget to use code BIGKID for free shipping and 40% off. All right, guys, we're back. I'm sitting here. I can't believe I have somehow hogtied him and had him agree to be back on the podcast brandon hall my husband welcome to the show
0: hello wifey <laughs> hello
1: you're back on it's been uh it's been what 2 years i think so yeah last time we had you on it was for when we got engaged and you've dodged, you've dodged me ever since. But I've gotten you here today.
0: Well, I want to say dodge. <laughs> so I think this is my second invitation. Oh, so please, I'm, you're, a, I'm two for two.
1: You're always invited. <laughs> um, all right, so we're we've been meaning to do this. Like we've been saying, we're going to sit down and talk about our wedding day. It's been it's been a minute now, but. Now, no time like ever to go through and relive (laughs) that special day. Before we even get into our actual wedding day, though, I want to say like one of the things I loved most about our wedding is that it wasn't just our wedding day. Like we had like a whole kind of week of events, which we both really wanted to do. Like when we were even thinking about... When we started planning our wedding, like that was one of the things we both were like, we want to do a whole week of events.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. One of my longtime dreams for a wedding was to have almost like a camp situation where all of our friends come to a location and can't leave for three or four days. We just have so many friends from many, many years and different locations all over the country that we just didn't want it to be a one-day event or one-night event. And so that was a big part of us definitely is making it a multi-day event.
1: Yeah. And both of us. I don't know what it is about both of us, especially you. You even more than me. But like you've just accrued so many animals in your life, because Brandon, you guys don't realize, but Brandon is like very cool, calm, collected, but he attracts like the craziest like animal friends I've ever seen, and you've attracted them from like different states across the country. So that was like one of the things. You are like, I, if we have a wedding, like I've always wanted, all my animals to meet each other.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I also don't know how that has happened, but every city I've spent time in, I have a one or two just. Very very fun but wild friends and uh, it's very very um, rare that I got them all in the same room at the same time. So the wedding was definitely one of those occasions. Also terrifying to think of at the same time, but it worked out.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like a social experiment of anything else, where like we got to just get everyone together. And and you also were friends with my group of girlfriends before I was. So right. like we just have a really solid group of friends that we knew like we're gonna turn up.
0: And they'd all been locked up for a year and a half. <laughs>
1: yeah. Also but, factor in that they've all been quarantined. So we were like, all right, like this is going to be a freaking party. But okay, so we, you know, we we were throwing around that, like let's rent a camp idea. But then luckily we were able to use One Hope, which was pff, oof, like the greatest gift of all time. So I guess right. it's just like set the scene for you guys. Like this One Hope property is, so incredibly beautiful. Brandon is a co-founder of the brand, One Hope Wine. They have a gorgeous winery, brand new in Napa. And not attached to it, but there's like the winery. And then they also have a house, um, an estate. It's not a house. It's an estate. Um, But it has eight rooms in it. So we were able to kind of like take over that house for the week of our wedding we what was cool is we had we invited our wedding party but before our wedding party got there we had like our family stay in the house we had like a couple of events throughout the week we had like dinners together some of my favorite memories of our whole wedding weekend is like sitting at the breakfast table with our fams at, in like the most beautiful place ever yeah for sure yeah for sure okay so we had a couple of events i would just want to say like from our from just the events leading up to our wedding like what was your favorite
0: Oh, gosh. Probably, well, our parents didn't really know each other or actually didn't know each other or hadn't met at all. They had never met. They had not <laughs> met. We'd been dating for seven years and somehow we never got our parents together. So <laughs> They
1: live like different sides of the country. Uh, yeah.
0: Don't don't like leaving their homes um, or traveling much. So it was really hard to get them all together. So that was the first opportunity we've ever had to get them together. so we did a really fun conversation. Uh, uh, dinner cause just on the patio, I think on Thursday night, which was... That was really cool to finally get all of our family together for the first time and obviously in that setting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I loved that. I also... So we had that dinner. What else did we have? We had... Um, that was Thursday night and then Friday night, we obviously had our um, our rehearsal dinner and then we had a welcome party. I thought the welcome party was awesome. Because we we had like our wedding party come for our rehearsal dinner and that was like friends and family, which was like beautiful. It was in the winery, um, which is like so gorgeous and like still so brand new. And the One Hope team like put together this incredible dinner. But then we invited everybody who like was coming to our wedding that weekend to the after party, which was like in... What would you say? That's like a courtyard kind of thing. like Yeah.
0: Courtyard. I mean, it's technically a parking lot, but it's tra- <laughs> it's a very beautiful parking lot that is made for outdoor events. Um, and so, but we didn't do anything special. It was, it was just we've we had this huge barbecue up there, so we we fired up uh, that and put some just some sausage links and appetizers out there, um, and then just had a bunch of wine uh, flowing, and then everyone just kind of. Gathered around the big barbecue and the and the bar and had a great time.
1: Yeah, it was super casual. Everyone kind of got to like meet, hang out. Our families, like I feel like our families had the best time. At such our a wedding. great time. They had yeah. such a good time. Tucker was there. Tucker, it was so funny. Like. Tucker just posted up at the sausage station, (laughs) like literally. I think every one of our guests thought that they were the only person giving Tucker sausages. Like, (laughs) Tucker ate like two (laughs) hundred sausages.
0: Everyone there got got by Tucker. Yeah, Yeah.
1: he just used the puppy eyes. But like, actually, not our families. I think Tucker had the best time. Hundred
0: (laughs) percent. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, And then after our that welcome party, we did have like what, maybe like 40 people come back to the house afterwards. And we had like a little a little after party, which was not planned. Not at all. Not planned. We were supposed to go to bed early. It turned into like us dancing on the counter, the like kitchen counter, wine flowing. People, We had like... Okay, actually somebody... One of our guests brought a random dude to... To the, uh, to the party. So there was like a random dude like passed out outside <laughs> on a rehearsal <laughs> dinner. Really, like, who is that? Um, but it was a good time. We had
0: to send someone to urgent care. Oh, or yes. The ER.
1: Yeah, someone had to go to the ER. Someone like sliced their foot open. So that was just the opening of our wedding weekend. Um, and now I feel like we have to focus because we could talk about... Well, There's there so much that went on that whole weekend. So we really have to focus on the wedding day. So let's start at the beginning. Like when you woke up, on our wedding day, how are you feeling?
0: Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely terrible. I had one of the top five hangovers of my life on our wedding day. And I had been telling myself for weeks not to drink at the rehearsal dinner and at the after party, just have a couple glasses of wine, um, get a good night rest. I, I had planned on writing my vows that morning. <sighs> so that was my whole intention going into Friday. We went golfing in the morning. I didn't drink at all during golf. I just kind of nursed it a two glasses of wine during dinner and then the after party just someone just kept putting wine in my glass and i just didn't didn't keep track of how much i was drinking and that like like we said it turned in the welcome party into an after party and we were all at pretty late and i just had the worst wine hangover when i woke up um so that's how my day started. How did your start? Oh
1: my god! Well, I like I think part of the reason why you got so hungover too is we were being really good. Like the month before our wedding, like we weren't really true. drinking. We were eating super clean, and so I think you got got by that probably yeah. too. Yeah. Um, I I also snuck away from the. After party, at some point, like I was smart, I was like, "Girl, like you have your wedding day tomorrow, like you need to go to bed." So I put myself to bed earlier than you did. I don't even remember you coming to bed, um, but I woke up. I felt pretty good. I mean, I felt like I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like it's here. This is. A, we had such a buildup because our wedding was postponed for a year, so. I just kind of, I woke up like a little uneasy, just because I was like, Oh my God, this is the day. But what was fun is because all of our, at this point, our entire like, pretty much our entire bridal and groomsmen party were like in the house. So came out to the kitchen, like got some coffee, I think we had smoothies there. So that was fun. And then we basically like, I basically took two sips of a smoothie, and we all started getting ready. Like that was my whole day was the getting ready process with the girls, which is fun, you know, like we all kind of, we we had a quote unquote bridal suite at the um, house, which was just our room. We just took it over. And we had like a station, you know, one girl getting her hair done, one girl getting her makeup done. We were all kind of hanging out in there. Um, yeah, like that was us basically the whole day. Uh, some people were drinking champagne. I didn't really want to touch alcohol because I was like already feeling nervous. And like wanted to look good. I was like, I was scared I was going to cry. I was like feeling very emotional. So I kind of like stayed away from the alcohol until the very end. And then someone gave me a tequila shot. But what were the the boys doing all day? Because that was like a long period of time that we were all getting ready. Like what do you guys do during the actual day?
0: Um... I personally was nursing my hangover, um drinking as much water <laughs> as I could, and other electrolytes and anything I could get my hands on um, but I think majority of the guys just hung out by the pool and, yeah, hung on the pool in the spa and just chilled. I mean as you know, it takes us fifteen minutes to get ready, so we did that, and then getting closer to the actual ceremony, we have a kind of a um we had just a kind of what we call the boys' den or the Ruther- we call it the Rutherford room, but it's definitely like um a little. Boys' hangout room, so we all kind of just hung out in there and had uh, some really nice tequila and just waited for the countdown.
1: Where you got like, how much did you guys drink?
0: I didn't drink a lot at all. I had a couple strong straight tequila drinks (laughs) about 30 minutes before I went down the aisle just to take the edge off. Uh, But I didn't drink that much. Knowing the rest of them, I wasn't keeping track. But there's there was. I'm sure there was quite a few beverages consumed before. That yeah, ceremony.
1: there's a couple guys in your groomsmen party. I'm like, they must have been like starting drinking at 8 a.m. Yeah. Um. Wait. And so, how did you pull off your vows? <laughs> how long did those take? Um, I luckily did them like the day before, and I was like, I when I, <laughs> which I, you know, true to form, like procrastinated it. But I was so happy that I w- I at least had that time like the day before. And I when I was writing them, I was like, holy shit, this is a lot harder than I thought like it took me longer than i thought it was going to take
0: yeah my i would say i probably spent at least an hour doing it i had a good idea of what i was going to say leading up to it i just hadn't put pen to paper yet i'm also just a world class procrastinator and just from school until life like i i kind of i i do really good under pressure and so i wasn't worried about it i knew i had some time that morning but it definitely a couple hours to get the shakes to go away to be able to actually write something down, uh, but I'd say we have a this beautiful like uh, tower at the property that looks over the vineyard. So I snuck up there for for about an hour and some, somehow put it all together. I'm still not quite sure how. Yeah,
1: I'm the writer of the family, and like your vows were low key better. Like I'm <laughs> kind of pissed about it. That was kind of one of
0: my goals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like I thought mine were very good too. Like I'm not like saying that mine were bad. I just think like. Like years were even better than mine, which I was like, I wasn't expecting that. Thanks, babe. <laughs> um, okay, so the ceremony, we're getting to the countdown. I like you guys, you went down the aisle. Like, I didn't, they didn't even like summon me from the room. Oh, you know what? No, we can't even get to the ceremony. This is like a big piece, too. We were supposed to do a first look. Yes. We were supposed to do a first look. Shit got like things were just like not working out timing wise, like picture wise. I don't know what happened. Like, our whole like, Bridal party photos like didn't happen either. And then we ran out of time for the first look. But I was actually kind of happy. I was like, oh, I originally like wanted the first time you saw me, like all done up bridally, to be when I was walking down the aisle. So we switched the first lock, the first look to be with me and my dad, which was cute. Um so I did a first look with my dad. And then so at this point, I'm like, Brandon hasn't seen me yet. I got, I, I think that added to my nerves going down the aisle. But when they summoned me to go down the aisle, you had already gone. Were you were you freaking out or were you calm?
0: No, I was calm. I was fine. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I was like... It's on brand for me. It's though.
1: very on brand. I was hyperventilating.
0: <laughs> That's also on brand for you.
1: I know. But I didn't expect... I don't think I expected to be like as nervous as I was. Even my dad was like, Girl, chill out. Like... <laughs> Uh, Cause I was like, I was like doing like, like a Navy SEALs like breathing technique. Like I was like (laughs) counting in for four, holding for four, like letting go for four, and like was and like my dad had to like physically kind of like muscle me down to where we were walking down the aisle. I was like really not doing well, and I didn't see anybody go down the aisle, but I heard I heard laughs. I heard laughs coming from the crowd because we had a a flower man in place of a flower girl. Which was like Brandon's like biggest friend, like one of your like <laughs> big like oaf of a friend, <laughs> like you know, throwing petals down the um aisle. So I heard the laughs going. Any any other any other things I missed going down the aisle? Tucker made an appearance. Tucker
0: made an appearance. No, that was really it.
1: Okay, so nothing too exciting. I loved our music choices. Yep, yeah, you crushed it there. Thank you. Um, We had like string quartet versions of Sweet Disposition. Everyone walked down the aisle. And then uh, my song was Wildest Dreams by Taylor Swift, but like the string quartet version. Which I loved, um, but we started walking down the aisle. I was—I'm telling you guys—I was like not doing well. But we turned the corner; the music shut off. Do you remember that? Yeah. The music shut off right when like the crowd saw me. Did you see me before the like? When was the first time you like actually saw what I looked like? Well, I'm going to let you describe this moment.
0: I saw you as you started walking down the aisle, <laughs> um, and what were your yeah, thoughts? You looked absolutely gorgeous. I mean, she'd been talking about this dress for. Two, what, two years of loving it one day hating it the next day going <laughs> and buying a new dress the next day going back to loving it I mean I, I must have seen her sitting in the corner looking at pictures of this dress <laughs> for hours <laughs> per week um, trying to figure out if she loved it or not and it was absolutely perfect for the day and the venue and the setting and for you um, so yeah she just like Amazing. She what her one goal is get me to cry, which definitely happened. Didn't take long.
1: You had like yeah. a, you had like a single tear.
0: No, no, there was more. <laughs> There's definitely more under
1: there. Um, I will say the dress. Like, I feel so bad for talking shit on this dress for so long because I was I again like I hadn't I didn't get to try it on for a really long time. It was like sitting in a warehouse in New York during all of quarantine. I was really nervous about it, and you're right, it was like the perfect dress. Yeah, like when I put it on that day, I was like, oh my god, this is. More than anything I could have ever wanted. I loved it. I loved my whole bridal look, I have to say.
0: Yeah, you did great. You crushed it. I
1: loved it. Um, so we walked down the aisle. I'm still very like... Very... I think I was crying. Yes. I was definitely crying. Yes. 100%. Yeah. I was crying and and um, you gave me a big hug. Uh, we get to the ceremony and then our ceremony starts. <laughs> so we we asked... We asked one of our mutual friends, um, Matt, who is actually one of Brandon's like very old friends, but he's been there from the beginning of our relationship. I love Matt like a brother. He is so funny. He's like one of our funniest friends, but like the most inappropriate sense of humor, which we both like love. Um, so we asked him when we asked him to officiate, he's like, "I think he thought we were kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I think he thought we were kidding, and we're like, "No, we're serious." And I don't think he like took it seriously at all like until the, like until the week before he's like you guys sure are you sure you want me to do this <laughs> yeah. We're like yeah <laughs> so he's like do I have any rules restrictions I'm like no do whatever you want which was the mistake yeah. of a lifetime so anyway so Matt Matt like opens up our ceremony with the joke I don't even remember what he said but it like lightened the mood like I I laughed immediately and I immediately felt better Yep. But then he started saying <laughs> some it's more jokes. Some more jokes. <laughs> so one of the opening jokes that Matt used at our wedding is he's like, he's like, look at around, look at the scenery, look at our beautiful bride. She's wearing white today, um, a sign of virginity and purity. Clearly she ran out of color choices. <laughs> Or something like that, and like our whole—that's <laughs>
0: when Sarah's mom fell out of her chair. <laughs>
1: yeah, like I looked, I looked out at the crowd. The crowd was laughing, except for like my mom, <laughs> and she was just. And but like pretty much my family was kind of like, huh, huh. like, oh God, here we go. Um, he started the ceremony, and he was like basically wrote. He roasted us a little bit. He told a couple of jokes And I'm like really. I thought it was funny for the most part. For the most part, very very funny. But then. He pulled out, he pulled out a Chris a Chris Rock stand up in the middle of our wedding ceremony on his phone. On his phone, played it so, yeah. on
0: his phone into the microphone.
1: Yeah, so he's like, um, he's like, I can't. He's like, I when words fail, like I hear somebody who can like really describe this or something like that. He set it up and he pulls out his phone and starts playing a snippet from Chris Rock stand up, which is just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, there's so many f bombs dropped, but it's like if anybody has seen this stand up special where he's like relationships are about fucking and going places. You need to be coming or going. <laughs> <laughs> and it like goes on for like 3 more minutes and I'm sitting there. The crowd is laughing. Like I think everyone was so shocked
0: except for your mother. Except
1: for my mom. I look out at the crowd, people are like crying laughing, but I look over to my mom and she is literally white. Like eyes closed, gripping the chair, like gripping her chair, just like grimacing and like bracing for impact. But my grandma was like next to her. My grandma was like, like rolling laughing.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I was like, all right, this is okay. This is okay. I think everybody laughed. And then and then it got sentimental after the Chris Rock uh, debacle. Then, you know, he got into some more sentimental things. I think everybody who was in our ceremony, like, Loved it because it was such a roller coaster because it was like people were laughing, people were crying. Then we got to our vows, which were like super sentimental and sweet. Um, and again, Brandon freaking crushed it. He uh, he outdid me a little bit. Um, but everyone like laughed and cried. And I think it was a, at least a very memorable
0: Ceremony. Very memorable, yes.
1: Yeah. What was your favorite? That's what we
0: told. We told Matt. We was like, we said we wanted to be funny and memorable, and he definitely delivered. On he definitely that. delivered. <laughs> no one's gonna forget that ceremony for uh, a long time.
1: I don't think anyone will ever forget that ceremony. Um, there's a couple of things we could have tweaked out of that, but for the most part, I think it was it was awesome. And then we got to smooch, and then yep. we got to walk out, which was which was great. That was such a relief. I feel like once that part was over, but then we had to immediately jump into photos. We did photos, which felt like forever. Um, And then we missed missed our cocktail hour. We didn't even go to our cocktail hour, but I was okay with it. It's
0: because you were hyperventilating again in the room.
1: Yeah, I kind of was. I was just like, holy shit, this is a lot. Because we had missed so many of our photos that we were supposed to take before the ceremony started. So it was just kind of like a scramble and like trying to get photos with every family member and whatever. So we went back into the room while everyone else had cocktail ceremony, which was actually like, I was very happy to just like sit with you. Um, Your mom came in and like help your mom and um, my sister-in-law, your sister-in-law? Yeah, our sister-in-law, your brother's wife. (laughs) Yeah, your (laughs) sister-in-law. Sister-in-law. She came and they both came in and helped us like bustle the dress. Um, I think we took another tequila shot. Somebody got us some pizza. And um, we practiced our dance while well, everyone was gone. Everyone went back and like started getting into the reception. We practiced our dance. We were like a little...
0: Because we had not practiced our dance since we went to our last dance lesson at yeah. all. And we were supposed to... Yeah. And then as we were practicing, we screwed up every single time.
1: Yeah. Cause we also like the, where the dance floor was located was different from like the entrance that we practiced. So we like had to like change the direction. And both of us were like, no, we're supposed to turn this way. Anyway. So we kept messing up. But I'm like, we, I think we got it. And then um, we walked over. So everybody was now at this point in the winery. We walked over to the winery and then we hadn't, I, had you seen the, had you seen what it looked like?
0: A little bit. Not yeah. fully done up, but I'd seen it set up.
1: Yeah, I mean, people who have been following Big Kid on social know this story. But our whole our whole wedding reception was supposed to take place outside, and then there was this crazy, crazy wind all week of the wedding. So the One Hope team was like, basically, like, we have to move this wedding inside. Like, it's just not going to be worth it. People aren't going to be able. Their drinks are going to be flying off the tables so we they moved everything inside the winery which like luckily like the barrels haven't it's so it's so brand new that the wine barrels hadn't arrived yet and they're like look we have like one opportunity to use the space as like for like an awesome party before the barrels get in here let's let's do it um but they wouldn't let me see what it looked like they're like meg um who's like the artistic director of One Hope who's awesome and like so so talented was just like i'm going to make it look great don't worry about it. Like the first time you see it is when, when you walk into the wedding. So that was it. So we we walk over. Everybody's inside. They lift the doors up for us to have our big entrance, and I was freaking blown away. I mean, I think it might have been better than what our original what our original vision was. Oh,
0: for sure. Yeah, yeah it was absolutely beautiful. They, it was like, absolutely put, beautiful. Can like hung chandeliers from the top of the winery, put candles all around the outside of it, and just yeah, just absolutely blew it away,
1: yeah. It was unbelievable. So I think, like, there's so many pictures of me walking in, and I'm just like, stunned because I was just and I was like, truly just like looking around the room because I was I wanted to see all these details. But uh, we walk in. they immediately call us and we do our dance right away. We fucking crushed our dance,
0: crushed it, like the best one we've done,
1: yeah, ever. Um
0: I think I blacked out during it. No <laughs> idea how it happened.
1: <laughs> we did so good and I'm so mad one of my biggest regrets of our wedding is like no we don't have any video of it.
0: No. Nope.
1: No, like our videographer took like snippets of it but didn't get the full dance and I think actually our good friend Sarah who is like um like our just our group videographer she's like always on loves taking videos on her phone. She got a good chunk of it but not the whole thing. We were doing lifts. Brandon like lifted me up and like spun me around. We had dips in there. We had like a whole awesome dance, which was really cute. We did our mother. You did your mother son dance. I did father daughter dance. I surprised my dad. Um, my uh, it was actually his idea, and then he like forgot about it. He we when I was like eight years old, we had a father daughter dance to um, Love Shack. <laughs> <laughs> like we had performed Love Shack, and so. When I went to grab my dad for the dance, I told the band to start playing like "It's a It's a Wonderful World," that song that's like super generic, like oh, everybody's father daughter dance. So we, they started playing that, and then they like scratched it, and then started playing um, "Love Shack," which was really cute. And he was like yeah. so surprised. Oh yeah, he loved it. Yeah, he loved it. We were like hopping around and did that. So that was really cute. Then what happened? We. Went into speeches. I mean, all the things. We took more photos. And then we actually got to party after that. Yep. Yeah. And then our party was awesome. Our band... Well, my favorite was our band. I thought our band was incredible. Yeah. Our band was amazing. The Freshmakers. If anybody's in the uh, Bay Area for their wedding, hire the Freshmakers. We loved them.
0: Yeah. That was the one thing that Sarah wanted from this was just to have a really fun, non-traditional wedding band. Just a very fun band that could get the party going. We told them all we wanted was people with their shirts off by the end of the night. And I don't know if we actually got that, but it was close. (laughs) We had a couple.
1: We had a couple people because people were staying basically on the property. Remember, Matt... Came back, our officiant like fully changed into like a golf outfit. <laughs> yeah,
0: not even a golf outfit; it's like pajamas.
1: <laughs> it was like gym shorts and like a, co- like, a collar polo shirt. polo shirt. We're like, what? It's like nine p.m. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we had a couple. We had a couple shirts off. Um, yeah, people. I think it was really fun. People were dancing. Um, one of my favorite moments. We did. Th- we did. It, we. I incorporated like a couple like Jewish things into our ceremony, which like my grandma like really appreciated. We did the hora. We did the whole chair thing. They lifted up, lifted us up in the chairs. Um, getting my grandma on the dance floor to do the Hora was like one of my top three moments of our wedding. Because she was like having the time of her life. Oh, yeah.
0: Definitely the top moment of, of the wedding. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Most of you have probably heard me sing the praises of PROSE, the world's most personalized hair care. And for those that haven't, I want to tell you about the incredible results I'm seeing since using my customized PROSE products. I took the PROSE in-depth hair quiz and received a shampoo and conditioner with a unique formula just for my hair and already my hair is smoother, softer, and shinier. I love that I could customize them to a tea and even pick out the fragrance used for my formula. I mean, I'm obsessed. Like my products smell so good. And Pros knows that there's more to you than just your hair type. And they have given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. They ask things like how often you get your hair color treated, the thickness and density of your hair, the dryness of your scalp. They even factor in things like where you live to take into account things like humidity and pollution exposure. By analyzing over 85 personal factors, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. And they also have a review and refine feature to let me tweak my formulas for any reason like change of address, hair color, or diet. As a carbon neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. If you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've had, they will take the product's Back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash big kid. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash big kid for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. What was your so what was some of your favorite parts?
0: Um of the wedding, or of the whole wedding, or the rehearsal. I guess you both Not the rehearsal, the reception, the, the reception. Um, I don't know. I think definitely the band. Once we got going there, um, walking in was amazing. Um, our fr- our first dance, just crushing that. I was almost certain we were gonna. Just stumble all over each other. So the fact that we actually pulled that off is a huge win. And that's when I finally like didn't feel hungover anymore. I'm like, okay, we got through. <laughs> we got through the ceremony. <laughs> I got the talking I had to do out. I got the dance I had to do out, and now we can just relax and have a good time. So uh, that was a good turning point in the day. But yeah, I think the whole... It's hard to pick out one thing from that thing. And the whole thing was just... I mean, it's just like they say, it was an absolute blur. Like, yeah. It's kind of hard even going back and remembering certain points of it because it did, did just fly by and it it was such a blur. But um, yeah, the whole thing just came together really well.
1: Yeah. I think like I was surprised that some of my favorite moments were just like how much fun our families were having. Oh, yeah. Like, that's something I didn't really realize about a wedding day is it's like, everyone's like, it's your big, it's your day. It's your big day. I don't really think it's like just our day. Like, I think it was like, it's like your family's day too. Like Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, it was like one of the, be- like, my dad was like, that was one of the best days of my life. <laughs> um, He had a great time. Yes, he did. So did my mom's. Fiance, Tom had a great time. Everyone was having a blast. But like seeing all of our families like come together, like some of our family members haven't seen each other in so long. Like I loved that. Our families really got along. I thought we had really good food at our wedding too. That was, Mm -hmm. I think, a highlight. Like everyone like loved our food because we did kind of like more casual fare. We did like fried chicken and…
0: Tri-tip. Yeah. Grits.
1: Cheddar grits. Like, which I didn't eat any of, (laughs) by the way. I could not. I wanted to. I had heard stories. I'm like, why do brides like not eat their food? Like, that's so dumb. It's like the most expensive meal of your day. I literally could not touch anything. I think I like forced myself to have... One bite of the fried chicken, and that was it.
0: Yeah, this is after months of her ex name things that I wanted to add to <laughs> the menu or replace in the menu. And she's like, No, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. I'm like, sorry, you're not going to be eating it. It's what our guest likes. She's like, No, I will not have that. I cannot have that. And then, yeah, she didn't, didn't eat a
1: thing. I so. stand by my decision not to have <laughs> potato salad at our. <laughs> way.
0: It's the best potato salad
1: you've <laughs> ever had in your life. I stand by my call. Um, yeah, but that was a thing. I like, could not eat. We had, um, we did have some. We had an, we had a like a specialty bar or a bar making like specialty cocktails, which was really cute. So we had like espresso martinis with like Bluestone Lane espresso, which was like I loved that touch because that was like one of our favorite coffee spots in New York when we lived there. What was your favorite? That's what I wanted to ask you. I'm like, what was your favorite detail, like of the decor, of like all those little detail things? I'm like, did guys even notice the shit?
0: I notice them. You know, I notice. Them. I know you do notice for them. sure. Probably one of my favorite details that I didn't know was going to happen is the band. I I was just imagining the band was just going to have a little stage and their equipment on it. And we get in there and they have like three massive screens behind them that's like playing videos of us and pictures of us. And like they just they had all these different like um, lights and whatnot. But it made it it almost look like a concert stage rather than just a generic like wedding band stage uh, with no background. So that was a really cool detail that I wasn't expecting at all. Um, But yeah, I think other than that, just the the ambiance of it, the way that we, our team brought that winery to life inside was unbelievable.
1: Yeah, for sure. The band just freaking crushed it so much, and I have to agree that like back screen was awesome. The chandeliers that Meg made in like three days, yeah, the like DIY green chandeliers, I thought were incredible. I I live for a chandelier. I know you do. (laughs) So that was really cute. Um, Any details or like. Of all the things, because like we obviously know how much this bitch cost, <laughs> and of all the things that we ha- we also had like a couple of things, I think it it was more expensive than we were planning. The last like week or two, things just started like accruing that we weren't really set up for. Was there anything that you're like, oh, I can't believe we spent money on that?
0: <laughs> a lot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the biggest one that I lost sleep over is we had. I mean, we we had to bring in. Um, portable toilets. And if anyone's looking to get into some sort of business, get into that because they charge you your life savings to have a toilet on wheels come and, set, and sit there. I mean, literally, the I'm not going to go into details on cost, but it was ha- almost half what the food cost for the wedding to have a nice toilet. A luxur- it was a luxury, a luxury porter a luxury, potty. A lu- luxury porter potty there. Um, so that one hurt real bad. But no, I think other than that, there's nothing else that really stands out. They just, I don't know, my biggest frustration with it is these vendors just like, just they at the 11th hour, just stick it to you because you know, you're, you have no other options. So yeah, um, that one, I'm sure people have, have been through it before. And those of you who have not been through it, just make sure you, you have everything in writing and, and um, with them and are Are very clear on what to expect because uh, they love to send actual invoices like two days before your wedding. Be like, here you go, or you're not showing up.
1: Yeah, here's an. We're gonna need an extra five grand. Because yeah. of this, yeah, there's a lot of that, and then at that point, you're just like, I feel like it's like monopoly money. At that point, you're yeah. just like, oh, here it is, here it is, here it is. But yeah. That happened like a little too much. Yeah. I, <laughs> I won't even go into mine because there's so many, <laughs> and literally yeah. next week's episode is going to be all about the things that I would have done differently. The other, the only other thing, so our wedding happened. We then we had an after party. The After party was really fun. Um well, we had a DJ. We had a DJ come on after the band. Uh but people were kind of like scattering at this point. like people there we had food outside, so people were outside. There was a bar outside. so people were kind of scattering around. Um and then we went well, back. That's,
0: that's the biggest regret. I've, I don't know if you're gonna ask this or not. But my biggest regret of the whole thing was putting the bar outside the, so we had the winery inside the barrel room in the winery and then kind of this outside area and we put all the bars outside. As you guys all know, people congregate around the bar. So you have the band inside and then people going out for drinks and hanging out out there. So future just a just, uh, note for anyone planning. Keep your bar as close to the dance floor as possible or else you're going to have people scattered all over the place.
1: Yeah. Do you remember before we we decided to have it outside? I was like, I really think we should have it inside. Nobody listened to me.
0: The wedding or the bar?
1: The bar. I was like, we should put the bar inside. Whatever. Oh, it was I,
0: like, I said that from the beginning. I don't know how... We don't need to go into how it got outside. But yeah. It did.
1: <laughs> Things like that just happen. But okay, after the after the party, is the after party. Then after the party, it's the house. We brought it... Like a bunch of people went back to the house and the pool. You ended up in the pool. My whole goal was I wanted to end up... Oh my God. I had a whole outfit change. I had a whole outfit change, guys. I had a second look. And then we missed... We were supposed to do a big like... I changed into a second dress, which I loved my second dress. It was like a lot more easier to dance and party. And then it was just kind of fun um, to just like have a separate look. But we came out in that. We were supposed to have a big like um, sparkler. Like, I don't... What are those things called? An exit. An exit. Yeah. Um, which just got scrapped, I guess. Because we had moved everything inside. And it's like, there's alcohol tanks and stuff like that. We're like yeah. you can't like be lighting shit right. in here. People went back to the house. Things got rowdy back at the house.
0: Not as rowdy as the night before.
1: You might be right about that. This was
0: kind of nice. It was instead of people dancing on tables, it it was turned into more of like low key. Like everyone kind of lounging outside by the pool and just taking in the night. Obviously, there was it got a little rowdy at points, but.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty crazy. sure. I didn't even see this in person, but there was a video of you the next morning, at, in the, or that I saw the next morning of you in the hot tub, popping a bottle of champagne and then strong arming it. So yeah. you had your full arm out and was just pouring champagne on your face, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a tradition. It is a tradition. We, we've had done that at a couple weddings. But other than that, I'd say it was an overall magical evening. Would it you was. do it all again?
0: Uh yes, I would definitely do it all again. <laughs>
1: you you would you wouldn't make any any changes. You wouldn't elope. After I told all that. you
0: all my I've, I mean elope is definitely... I don't know. I mean we joke about this all the time. I think we were when we were on a honeymoon in Greece talking through all this, it was like, yeah, it was way more than what we thought we were gonna spend, but it still was like it was our biggest thing we wanted to be special, we wanted to be different, we wanted to be memorable. We didn't want just a cookie cutter. Wedding. And I think we achieved that for sure. And I know our friends and family are going to remember that day for a long, long time. And I know everyone just had the best time. And so, for those, like, those memories are priceless. Um, Yeah. So, I have, yeah, I have no regrets at all. Like I said, I've always said my only one regret was, was the bars not being near the dance floor. But other than that, I think everything went as smoothly and as good as it could have.
1: Yeah. It was, it was a beautiful, beautiful day. Um, We also had like a, the whole next day too, we had a big, pool party, which was my actually my favorite part of the weekend because yeah. I could just fuck I could just finally relax and drink some frose at the pool. But you, you said something when we were talking about it on our honeymoon, you are like, cause I think the sting of like the financial burden like hurts at first. You're just like, wow. And you really start tallying up all the things at the end of the day, we're like, oh my God, we could have like bought a house. We could have bought like a Range Rover. We could have done like so much stuff. And you said something, you're like, you know, money, we can always make more money. Like money comes and goes. Like these memories are, they are truly priceless. Like totally. there are some moments that I'm like, you know, years from now, when my grandma's not here, like dancing on the dance floor with her, like I would pay any amount of money for that memory. Right. Yeah. And there's so many moments like that where I'm just, I think are just so incredible. And like the things that they say, like why it's like the most memorable day of your life. So I loved it. How's post-married life? That's wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. Did you expect it to be different? Like, do you feel any different being married?
0: I I mean, no. I don't. (laughs) Cool.
1: (laughs) Cool. Yeah, same. I feel so different.
0: I'd do it again. (laughs) Do
1: it again. No, we're keeping that. (laughs) Because it's true. I feel like you feel like it's the same. For me, I feel like it's totally different.
0: I mean, it's definitely diff- It's definitely. I mean, I'm very happy, and I'm and I'm. There's a part of me that's like so relieved that that is finally done, and we've we're into this stage of our life. But the day to day of like waking up, like I don't feel that much different. <laughs> we've been, but with that being said, like we've been dating for a long time. We lived together for two years. We were quarantined in the house together for a year and a half. Like, um, that's nothing really changed in that aspect, other than just like the emotional. Kind of um, piece of finally being getting the wedding behind us, being married, and being able to to um, step in the next chapter of our life.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: which is really relieving.
1: It is really relieving. I'm like happy that's over, and I'm I'm happy to just be like married. I don't know. I feel like it's just like you go through this life like as an individual. Like I, I don't know. I've always been like a scrappy person. Like always, just you know, working. Making sure that I can get through life, and I'm like now I have a partner. I'm like now we're in this together, and it feels yeah. really good.
0: Yeah, feels great. Feels
1: great. Love yeah. you.
0: Love you um,
1: too. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. I'm glad you made time, <laughs> made <laughs> time to come on, um, guys. Thank you so much for listening and and just reliving this this with us. It's a really it's a really awesome stage of life. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. Okay, that is a wrap on our episode this week. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, remember to hit that subscribe button and leave a nice little five-star review for this podcast. Maybe send it to a friend who you think might enjoy the show. Your reviews and you passing along this podcast is what keeps us running. So thank you. If you want more from me, you can follow me on Big Kid Problems on Instagram and on my personal account, which has a new handle all of a sudden, uh, at Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. New name, who's this? As always, I want to thank our sponsors for making this show possible. I've linked all of our discount codes and everything else you could ever want from this episode in our show notes. So make sure to check that out. And finally, I want to thank you for tuning in and supporting the show There's a lot of ways you could be spending your time right now. So I really do appreciate you spending it with me. All right. With that, I hope you have an awesome week and I'll see you next Tuesday.